so for me to kind of like get over imposter syndrome and like whatever just do me you know like it is what it is like I think I have extremes I'm very much like nonchalant very much chill but like <laughs> I have like the the real excited like I could be on 10 you know I, I've learned how to turn it on and turn it off you know um but as you go through different things I just feel like you learn that you you grow confidence within yourself to be able to put yourself in new places it's the connect get connected Welcome back to another episode of the Connect Podcast. On last week's episode of Keys Open Door Student Success, we chatted with Ms. Jasmine Clifton, Senior Assistant Director of Purdue Promise, about her journey through education and her role within student success at Purdue University. This week, we'll focus more on student success. However, we'll pivot just a little bit and talk about what it takes for you to be successful as a college student. Here's part two of Keys Open Door Student Success with Ms. Jasmine Clifton on the Connect. So we got student success, right? You mentioned a, a huge thing about student success and one of the, well, probably one of the, I'm going to say the number one thing to being successful in college, time management. Mm -hmm. Yes. Talk to me because we, <laughs> we were coworkers. We were coworkers. Like shout out to the homegirl area with my sister. I love you too. We got to find a way to get you on the podcast. You do advising now. So we're probably going to have Ariel for advising. I'm putting it out there once again. Ariel, yes. we might be coming for right. you. Right. You got to show up. You got to <laughs> show up. Oh, yeah. And again, another connection because I've known Ariel through, well, through the grad school program. Mm -hmm. and stuff. So we all, you know, pretty much had our little, little come up together or whatever. So that, yeah. Yeah. Come through. So come, come through. Mm. So time <laughs> management, right? <laughs> Time management in college is your ability to juggle. And I, I use that word because mm -hmm. as, a, as a student, you have your academic life, you have your social life. Mm -hmm. And once you come to college, ain't nobody telling you, you need to study. You got this to do. You got that to do. Once you walk through them doors, unless you have a plan and you got somebody around you that can, hey, hey, pull you by your coattail time management will make or break you as a collegiate student. Talk to us a little bit, Jazz. Talk to us. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So being in high school, coming to college, you are now considered an adult, a whole new freedom. A whole new freedom. <laughs> that Woo! will change your life forever, you know, whether it's good or bad. <laughs> good or not. Depending on how you manage your time will make the difference. <laughs> very true the time management piece you know in high school you might be getting up maybe seven o'clock classes start at eight you know you're in a block schedule up until maybe three o'clock you if you're in sports you go do sports or if you work you go do work in college you could have a class that starts at 7 30 you have a class that starts at noon five sometimes you know you get to build your schedule how you want to if you're a morning person afternoon person whatever that looks like for you you can have it your way nine times out of ten you know you can make it how you want if you only want to go to class monday tuesday and thursday you can make it happen so the time management piece for you to one making sure you're getting up and eating i'm definitely make sure you're eating and you're sleeping so important um, but that you're going to class, you know, do you have a planner that has all those things in there for you? But also how Aaron has said, social, that's a big part of college. <laughs> the academic, like that's the, the root. That's Minuscule. Therefore. <laughs> it'll, it'll come. Right. But in order to stay in college, you need to make sure you're doing good in classes, because if not, you're going to get dropped and you're not going to be there anymore. You're going to be up because you can't hang out with your friends, you know, like thinking about those things you probably don't in advance, but you'll learn <laughs> real quick, real quick, real quick. Oh, right. my gosh. Woo. So, yeah, being able to juggle all of that, um, like living in the residence halls, for sure, that could be party at all, you know, 24 seven. 
or if you know you know people who live off campus going to hang out with them as well you just have the different type of freedom the structure looks different not only in class but also your social time um if your parents want you to call and check in and all that stuff i know some students would be like i haven't talked to them since i moved in and it's just like it's been about nine weeks <laughs> you might want to check in you know so even time as far as that sense but making sure you're still taking care of yourself as an individual um, so your grades don't suffer. Like you can definitely have fun. Like I said, Monday through Friday, we about business, right. about class, but on the weekends, like that's my time. I know. Being able to, to figure out what works for you. Um, what do they say? For every hour, credit hour you have, it's like three hours outside of that that you need to be studying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like, okay, if I have class at five o'clock on Mondays and Wednesdays, what time should I be waking up to, you know, read the material? Definitely reading textbooks is a thing. Um, but making Not sure. Not skimming. <laughs> Not legit reading. Legit reading. But yeah, making sure you're prepared. Uh, And that's not only going to help you while you're in college, but once you go get a professional job, it's just like, okay, like I know my structure. I know what's I'm awake, you know, to be able to kind of be a functioning adult when I get up, you know, if there's anything else that you need. And if you're still involved outside of work as a professional, you know, you can be able to manage your time and make the most of it. I'm definitely big on time and energy. So what is going to benefit me the most for my time and my energy? You know, that's real. That's real. And you you hit on um, so many things. But one I want to go back to when you was talking about um, the times that you can take classes. Do not sign up for 8 o'clock, 8.30 classes. You know what? Now, don't even look at 9 o'clock classes. Go for a 10 o'clock, right? Because I promise you, you got to think, right? As a high schooler, you Video can, games. seven o'clock class is nothing. Eight o'clock class is nothing as a high schooler, right? When you get to college, you got to think there's a whole different dynamic that goes into your life as a college student. You got the social piece. So say if you go out mm-hmm. late at night and you come back at say two in the morning and you got an eight o'clock class, man, that is going to be- The wrap. It's going to be mm-hmm. brutal because you come in at two o'clock, but I mean, you're going right to bed right then at that time, right? So an eight o'clock class come before you know it, you'd have missed- half the semester if there's 15 classes you might have went to like eight of them and then you know there it goes boom your grade is more than likely going to be impacted because you're not you're not there and the teacher don't even know who you are you can't even build that relationship to where they pass you on so that's my one advice that I always say do not sign up for eight o'clock classes or not even nine o'clock might be a stretch but as a college student never ever sign up for an eight o'clock or eight thirty class if you don't have to so yeah. Yeah. I'm going to rebuttal you a little bit on that nine o'clock piece, because I'm going to say this as an adult, because college is that 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 buffer in between you being a young adult and an adult mm-hmm. moving into a, a professional life. It's your professional job. It's your it's your professional job. And if you're mm-hmm. not up and on the move by nine o'clock, you wasted a big piece of your day already. Oh, I'm aware. That's why I said what I said. I was like, never do eight o'clock, but nine yeah. o'clock might be a push. Nine, still, yeah. nine o'clock's cool because I'm going to tell you, I'm an adult still right here, right now. I got to be at work a lot of times at 830. Like, perfect example, last week, I went to three different concerts. Concerts ending at 1230, one o'clock in the morning. I knew I got to be at work by mm-hmm. 830, nine o'clock. It just is what it is. The word in college you got to think about is sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Where are you going to sacrifice at to get to where you want to be? Some days you ain't going to be able to get to that party. Some days you're going to have to tap into this book. Yep. But yep. It, as real. long as you hold yourself accountable, and nobody can hold you accountable more than you can hold yourself accountable in school. You can have the mentors. You can have the people around you. You can have the homies to come knock on your door and say, get up. But if you're not holding yourself accountable, nobody else can make you successful. So we talk about time management. Another big piece of this college is finding out what works best for you in terms of studying and building a plan and -hmm. and what we did in Purdue Promise we really helped students with creating a a success plan from the get-go talk to us a little bit about that Jazz why is it important from the moment you walk through that door to start to create that plan and help you navigate that experience Mm-hmm. So depending on if you're paying for it versus if other people are paying for it, it makes a difference because uh, not to say like wasting money, but like somebody 
thought that you deserve to be here mm-hmm. in college. So if they are investing that money into you, like that's one way to think about it, you know, like what is my goal? What is my plan? If you want to think four years out, that's perfectly fine. But <clears throat> even thinking about the semester or the year, you know, if you have goals, what are those goals? So you know what you need to be working towards. Um, so you don't waste money at the end of it. You know, like classes for sure aren't always going to go the way that you plan. And that's that's OK. Um, mm, I think I've only failed like one. I got my first C when I went to college. So it was just like, what the heck is this? <laughs> Um, but I did fill one class but I I passed when I went to summer school for it so it was just like it worked out you know Um, so stuff like that does happen like it's not all great all of the time you know you are gonna have some disasters or just times you don't feel good as far as like academics so that is something that happens with everybody it's realistic you know Um, but going back to those goals, if you have them written down, it's just like, okay, like this didn't go how I planned, but I have something I'm looking forward to. I can still get to where I want to get. I just might need to change something. So how, if it is study habits, like y'all, I need to be back in my room by this time, or, you know, from this time to this time, I can't hang out. I can't go, go eat with y'all, you know, whatever, like I'm here and I'm focused and hopefully you build the community of people around you that will respect that for one, but also hold you accountable. It's just like, you know, you say, this is what you want to do. This is what you want to do. But I think even just having a plan will set you up in the long run. Um, What do you say, Aaron, if you plan to fail, you fail to plan. That might be it, but you have some, something like that. That, You hit it. Yeah. Like like, y'all jazz was literally jazz and Ariel. When I met them, I was a couple years in higher ed and they were like, what was you probably a year right out of grad school? I think so. Yeah. You came in 2017. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I tell you organization wise, time management wise, jazz and aerial down to the T. Of course. Of me, course. I was so loose. That, All over the place. I mean, what? What? And, and, and when I, y'all going to meet Ariel, but when I say Ariel will literally earn, don't you got something to do? And I'll be mm-hmm. like, damn, sis, I'm trying to come out at you. Like, your office is two doors down. She's like, nah, bro, I got something to do. Like, just l- like that. So that blueprint, that plan, when I tell you so important, because we, we've talked about this numerous episodes, D. When you got that plan and something ain't going right, you can always pinpoint or go back. Mm-hmm. But when you don't have a plan, you don't have things wrote down, you don't know where you are. Yeah, you get caught real. You willy nilly, right? Mm-hmm. And the worst thing you can do is be on somebody else's dime willy nilly. Because mm-hmm. Jazz said something that's important. She didn't tell y'all. She failed that class. But when you went to summer school, did you have to pay for that out of pocket? Yes. Mm. Say that one I more did. time, Jazz. <laughs> yes, you have to pay for it out of pocket yourself. So, you know, within your four years, if that's the time frame you got X amount of money per year, you know, take as many credits as you're comfortable with to make it work. So at the end of the four years, you are done for sure. But not debt, that wasn't necessarily like a debt situation, but not having to take out um, any loans makes a difference too. But if you're working, you can pay for stuff on your own. But I, I'm a firm believer you shouldn't have to pay for education. So scholarships, grants, all that. Get it done in the time that you've allotted for, you know. School is your your full-time job right now. If there's nothing else, like my grandparents, they were advocates, like you need to focus on school. Anything else, like financially that you need, just let us know, like we got you. But like that is what you're there for. You know, you need to focus on that. So that was the approach that I had on it. Make school your job. You just you mm-hmm. spoke on it earlier, and that's it right there, right? Yeah. You got one job when you in school. <laughs> one job. Yes. And that's to graduate. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and that is you're, through, yeah. you're doing it at your pace. Mm-hmm. So if you want to take 12 hours, you can take 12 hours. But remember, when you go to college, in order to be a sophomore or junior, you got to get 30 credits every year. So yep. that averages out to about 15 per semester. Or yep. if you want to do 12 in the fall, 12 in the spring, six in the summer, whatever, however you want to get your 30 credit hours during the year, 
get them. But just know if you don't get those 30 credit hours, when you come back from year two, you're going to be looking at that schedule at the top and it's still going to say freshman. <laughs> and you're going to be like, man, I was here last year. What happened? Well, you didn't get enough credits. And guess what? You're back here. And once you get to a certain progress in college or a certain part and you got enough mm-hmm. credits or you don't have enough credits and your financial aid run out, mm-hmm. oh, or we ain't even got to satisfactory academic progress yet. Mm-hmm. You ain't got oh, that 2.0 after a certain amount of credit hours and they mm-hmm. start to tell you, yep, we ain't giving you your money. You're crazy. You, got a, you ain't got a 2.0, but you've been here this long. Like mm-hmm. there are some situations in college that you can put yourself in Right. Then only you can get yourself out of. I can't mm-hmm. advocate for you if you're not hitting sap. That's real. Mm-hmm. That's real. And then even like you know, what I'm saying like you, you we didn't even talk about like academic probation or right. academic, right. academic dismissal or any of those Ooh. things. It's really it's a job, man. It's it's a real job, and you have to take it serious, right? And all all one thing I try to tell students all the time is remember why you started this. I remember why you're here. Like, never mm-hmm. lose sight of that. Yeah, you're going to stumble a little bit along the way. It's going to be frustrating. It's going to be ugly. It's going to get beautiful, but it's going to be ugly along the way sometimes. But just remember your, that that uh, your compass, right? Your North Star. Like, why am I here? What am I here to do? Why am I doing this? And try to keep that as your motivation as you continue, like, moving and climbing up and stuff like that. So, you know, that's one of those things that can help you keep focused, help you stay on track and, you know, get the job done at hand. So, yeah. And I think it allows you to be creative in a sense too. You know, you're able to choose for the most part what classes you want. There might be core, but you know, you have your electives. So Mm -hmm. that open up many avenues for you in that sense. But also if you have your goals for some people, for there's no like one size fits all at all. Whatever is going to be for you is going to be for you, but you have to adjust. It might be trial and error a couple of times before you find it. But figuring out what works for you, doing what you're best at, and being able to navigate in that sense. That's real. That is necessary. Man, so many gems, yo. I told so, you. At feels, the top. I know. I know. This is going to be good. This yeah. is going to be good. Hold on. But speaking of gems, right? We can't leave out the most important gym. We, we ready for that gym, Aaron? Um, I want to make sure I'm not, I'm not jumping ahead too far. No, no, we ain't we ain't ready for that, Jim. Yeah, you talking about the the and we ain't we ain't ready for that yet. Cause I feel like Jazz is just getting in her bag, man. Okay, okay. Jazz, higher education. You talked about this earlier, and, and I want to hit on it a, a little bit more. Talked about starting as a nursing major and then switching over to exercise science, kinesiology, right? Exercise and wellness. I think exercise those- and wellness, right? So a lot of times students will hear, oh, changing your major this, changing your major that. Me personally, I, I don't think I've mentioned this yet on the podcast. I think I changed my major three times. Mm. I probably should have changed mine, but. <laughs> <laughs> like so many people make changing your major a negative connotation. When mm. in fact, changing your major if it's not where you need to be, it's a blessing in disguise because I know many of my friends that have degrees that can't tell you what their degrees mean or don't use their degree, right? Mm -hmm. What is the importance of recognizing whether this degree, whether this class is for you and knowing when to pivot? Because a lot of times we're afraid to pivot because in college, when you pivot, it may mean I'm adding a few more classes to my caseload, a few more class or whatever it is. A few, few of my classes won't transfer over, mm-hmm. but it's okay. I believe it's okay to pivot when you recognize things aren't going well. And I think it's important too. Oh yeah, definitely. I changed mine after first semester. So I knew real quick, like, "Mm, I don't think I want to do this long-term, but that is a part of learning who you are as an individual, what you like, what you don't like, you know, whatever is included with that. For me with nursing, I more so had that. So my grandma was a nurse. So it was just like, that's what I saw growing up. So I was like, okay, like, I think this is what I want to do. So that's what I started out as. Like, I still love health. Like I love the body and how it works um jazz is a health freak y'all she eats healthy she works out like crazy she takes care of her body she goes to sleep at nighttime eats well i'm gonna tell you jazz's favorite meal of the day 
Jazz gonna make sure she eat breakfast every day. Yes. Every day. Oh, I, I know Jazz can eat. I took her out one time for some wings, boy. She bust them down. <laughs> she bust them down. I was like, oh, all right, you get you get it in. I was like, that's the homies, yeah. Yes, you gotta like, you gotta feed your body to be able to do what you needed to do. <laughs> for sure. Yes. No, definitely breakfast is important. Um, whether that's a big, well, hopefully not a big, big meal, but like a big meal, something, you know, just to give your body that energy that it needs to make it through the day. Mm-hmm. So health is still there for me, but I just don't use it on the forefront, you know, but I definitely realized after first semester, like these classes, like this is a little too stressful, like. <laughs> for me. And that's real, but you were real with yourself though, right? You knew. Long term, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think this is gonna hold up. I think I might try to do something a little different. So that's key mm-hmm. in being true to thyself, right? And and understanding what works for you and what doesn't. So that's real. Yeah. Your first adult decisions. Mm-hmm. And even being okay with if it doesn't make other people happy. I think going to college, it can sometimes be, you know, we are living legacies of our families, you mm-hmm. know to be able to make them happy. So if they want you to be X major, that's what you're going you're you're going to do, but like you're the person taking those classes. <laughs> you are the person studying. Like they are not here doing this. Mm-hmm. You are, you know. So if it is a dream that they have for you, like them living through you, like that's one thing versus them just wanting you to be successful, but I would argue as a parent they are more concerned about like who you you, you being happy um, in the long run, that may not be the same for everybody, but in the long run, if you can show them, this is what I'm interested in, this is what I like to do, and this is how I can be successful, that's what, they'll be good. You know, mm-hmm. it also opens up their eyes for <clears throat> students going to college. Like, it's just not your journey. You might be the person driving, but your family comes along with you. Mm-hmm they see it in a different way through your eyes a little bit. Um, And that wasn't even something that I learned or like realized until I got into like a full-time position, Um, being able to talk with family members. Cause sometimes being first gen, you don't have the language or you feel this is who I am in college. But when I go home, like I can't be that same person, you know, people might judge me good or bad, you know, so even being able to navigate that and who you are as an individual, but focusing on like what you want to do with your career. Again, (laughs) you're going to be the person in that role. If you know, maybe like a nine to five desk job isn't what you want to do. If you want to be up working with materials, you know, whatever, you have to learn that about yourself and find a major that aligns with that. Or just thinking about what passions that you have for most people, I would say the generations now, we're not going to go and work a job for 25 years, the same job. <laughs> we might be in the same area, well, not area, but like same, what's the word I'm trying to say? Uh, if you're using like career field, yes, but you can do different things within your career field that still relate to whatever it is you're doing. So I think generations now more so have that mindset. So even if it's not your dream job, you know, how can you get into the arena? What's going to get you close there? Then build up skills, anything else like that. And then you can make that transition. Important. That's so important. Key. Man, you did Because going into college i think a lot of young students myself included at the time oh i gotta pick this major i gotta pick that major Mm -hmm. sometimes it's better to go in undecided and figure out what it is that you want to do take a few classes dibble and dabble because the moment you lock on a major you're going on a specific pathway Mm -hmm. right um but then there's also resources around campus to help you figure out what it is you want to do whether it's a, a career assessment through the career center like there are so many things on a college campus to help you get to a place where you're, I don't want to say comfortable, but give you some ideas of who you are, your skill sets. And, and the beautiful thing about it is you're paying for it. Mm-hmm. Take mm-hmm. advantage of these resources. They're not going to tell you that they're there all the time. Nope. That's right. one of those things. That's why we're building this platform to connect. That's why we're bringing people in front of you because there's a lot of resources on a campus that students may never hit. For example, when I was in school, I never went to a career fair. 
never. But but so many people go and meet connections that maybe turn into a future job. I didn't even go to the career center to go get a resume looked at. Right? There's so many resources on a campus. And you said that word again, being able to advocate for what you need. Your success, you are responsible. For, no one else is responsible mm-hmm. for your success but you. Your mentors aren't responsible. Your peers aren't responsible. You are going to determine how successful you are going to be. Before we get out of here, though. Hold on, hold on. Before you even transition. No, we want. We, oh, we want. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, big dog. <laughs> Before you transition to that. No, I did want to go back real quick, though, on something that um, Jazz hit on, because I want to I want her to expound a little bit. Yeah. Um, and when she talked about going on a journey, um, you were talking about two things, actually, that happens, especially as a first gen student. Right. It's two things that usually happen as you're going on that journey. It's one survivor's guilt right of being like one to kind of like oh i'm the one that kind of like got out or whatever whatever and also imposter syndrome right those are two different things that you know will come at you right and imposter syndrome right is feel is that feeling of oh maybe i don't belong here maybe this isn't for me maybe i'm not as bright as i thought i was or not as smart or whatever but jazz can you kind of dig a little bit of on into how you were able to combat those things and which ways you were able to overcome them or which ways you're still overcoming them because again like you talked about earlier as first gen there's things that follow you not just through education but it follows you into your professional life as well so what are some ways that you either have combated or are combating those things as well along the way Mm -hmm. I would say in college I don't know what it was. It was, I guess, like I'm here, so I'm the person that (laughs) I got to take it through. Um, Like I said, for me, going to college was like for my grandparents. So my goal was to graduate, to like make them happy. So that's probably where that came from. Just like having that investment, that support from family going through, um, you know, getting my first C is just like, okay, we do some things different, you know, losing a scholarship like the next year is just like, okay, like this is on me. So that's actually ended up working for the Dean of Students office. Um, Cause like they paid for it, like the aid that I was missing, but you got to work for it, you know? <laughs> so that is how I made those connections. I mean, just having the, that support system, um, then making sure that I was involved, um, me being involved on campus and like wanting to be there and like helping other people, helping other students. So it might've just been something internal that kind of kept me going, but to be able to navigate that, um, I think probably being the youngest. So it's just like, you know, this is my, (laughs) my shiny thing I get to talk about or, you know, all siblings like are good at whatever they do but like for me like it was school so that was kind of my lane and going into it that way but I would say as a professional now definitely over time have gained confidence in myself and it's just like I know what I bring to the table I know what I'm capable of the potential piece of it you know like I know I have potential but I know I have to figure out how to tap into that you know using the resources that you already have if that is, if you're into gaming, you know, video games is definitely something that all college students do. So, you know, do you want to turn that into a major? Now they got esports, right? And, so look at that. And it's booming. Booming. You don't even right. got to go to college for it. Like there's a tournament or not even a tournament. There's a thing where through 2K where folks are drafted, right, on mm-hmm. these teams and they're making 250000 to play a season on video game i'm like yo impressive <laughs> i'm leaving my job immediately right and still keep a regular job i think they just take like whatever is like a leave of absence or something like that but you're not losing no money because you're getting this 250 250 to play the game so whatever i wasn't getting you know what I'm saying, <laughs> for my regular job i got this 250 that's gonna make that a soft land like <laughs> that's great right it's amazing I feel like our generation missed out like MySpace. We used to have our oh, man. top fives, our song, the background. All, all that coding? We were oh, coding that, and didn't even know it. And didn't know it. And look how lucrative coding is right now. 
Absolutely. Because yes. we was the ones on MySpace changing the templates. Yep. Adding the song. Yes. Oh, she broke up with me. Let me put this song on my background. <laughs> like, let me put these. Like, MySpace right. really made so many coders, and we didn't realize it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not not actively. You know, we just thought it was just like us just playing. Fun. Right. You know, but I mean, there's a lot of people I know that actually were like they that was their introduction, and they were just like, oh, I want to do more like this, and. Mm -hmm. coding and all that good stuff but yeah it's so many things your everyday things that are in front of you right like even if you're interested in engineering and like building stuff or pulling stuff apart Mm -hmm. and stuff like that you gotta foster a lot of those things you gotta like those things have to be fed into as well right and have to be supported accordingly too not just athletics not just entertainment but there's so many other things that you can tap into yeah, so to kind of like still answer your question, like those are hobbies it, or it could be a hobby, you know, so making sure like you're aware of what your passions are because it could become your career later down the line, you know, so you don't necessarily have to let go of those things. Um, so for me, kind of hobbies, health and wellness. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, so for me to kind of like get over imposter syndrome and like whatever, just do me, you know, like it is what it is, like. I think I have extremes. I'm very much like nonchalant, very much chill, but like <laughs> I have like the the real excited, like I could be on 10, you know, I, I've learned how to turn it on and turn it off, you know, um, but as you go through different things, I just feel like you learn that you, you grow confidence within yourself to be able to put yourself in new places. Um, for me, being from New Mexico, living in Arizona, um, and being black, like sometimes you might be the only person of color in the classroom. Mm-hmm. So even having those experiences and being able to be like, I'm okay, just being by myself and holding it down. Uh, also being Greek, you know, that's like a whole nother thing. Whole nother world. Going through those experiences and being able to use those lessons in life, you know, so <clears throat> I would say for me, just like the leadership piece has always been there, but I didn't realize it. Um, so for me, like wanting to be a leader, and I would say I'm a leader now, but, you know, honing in on like what makes me unique and how can I use that in other places? No, that's real. That's super real. And yes, you've definitely tapped into using all of those things in so many ways. Like <laughs> she's all over the place. Every time I hit her up, she's either what, working out? or at some type of uh, meeting or whatever. And it's just like, all right, you, I got, you got it. So jazz. I got to take all these things off. You go in here, clank, clank, clank. And I'm moving a lot. Hold on, because I want to show her this. I was we kind of uh, text about it last week. Where's this thing? Yeah, hold on. What in the world are you doing over there, boy? It's like, it's like a- I know exactly what it is. It's like a graveyard over there, boy. What is his jazz? When that was like a few days ago, like so, four years ago. Four years ago, we had set a, a goal and it was like, man, yes. for this birthday, I either want to run a race or do something. And for you know it, her and Ariel was like, oh yeah, the Purdue Bowler making things coming up. I'm like, 5K this quick, 5K? I don't know. Ooh. Before you know it, me and my girls was out here on the track yeah. running a picture. I got one medal that started with them. Now I'm like, more. Hey, that, that introduction is real. But I want I wanted to talk because we all know each other, and, and we ain't gonna take too much more time. Uh, we we want to get y'all this episode, but one of the one of the big things that was important about this episode is relationships. We are all connected. We are all tied. Jazz was the one who connected me and Darren that made the connect possible. Like really, really. And she said it earlier, like, oh, I'm part of the reason this are. <laughs> absolutely, when, absolutely. When I went to LA that year, she was like, I got a buddy that's going to be there. That buddy was, was that buddy was Darren. What's crazy <laughs> about that though is that we didn't know that we were running into each other because remember we met with uh, yeah, yeah, Chris right. Pierre, yeah, right, right, right. So, but we didn't realize who who each other was. And I think I hit, I know I hit Jazz up, and I yeah, asked him, hey, coming out here this year. He was like, no, nah, with some people from my office will probably be out there, whatever, whatever. You know, Aaron, he's the bros, whatever. I was like, okay, cool, I'll, I'll meet up with him if I see if I see him. I was like, because I I didn't know what he looked like. Um, and then I ran into Pierre and he was like, oh yeah, this one of your brothers. Then we started talking. He was like, oh, I'm at Purdue. And he was like, I'm in the, um, the, the student success, I'm, you know, a student success coach. 
And I was just like, hold on. <laughs> you know, Ariel, you know, Jasmine? I was like, yo, those the homies. Like, I love, love, love them. And I tell Jazz all the time, I'm like, Jazz, I love you, yo. Cause she's just so great as a person, a dope friend, a great human being, all those great things. And Ariel's the same way, like just amazing. Like, and and just the draw and how you gotta have good people in your life, man. People that look out for you, people that advocate for you, people that you can like bounce ideas off of, people that you can chop it up with. Like when we was going through Jazz, you know, when we was going through the um get ready to wrap up grad school and going through the hunt yeah. and like hey does this make sense what does this look like yeah. what you looking at or oh, what you want have you been applying what you what you right. you know what I'm saying stuff like that <laughs> just staying on top of each other like that and it's cool because you're all going through that same process man and mm-hmm. look to where that's like led us of like these relationships that have cultivated and built and blossomed into so many more things and it's just like it's amazing bro lifelong friends for real lifelong like I can remember some of the things that I'm doing now, and, and it's important. Some of the things I'm doing now, I manifested when I was working with yeah, Jazz. Like, that is whiteboard. Man, listen, I will call Jazz into the office, be like, Jazz, check this out. What do you think about this name? I'm thinking about doing this, but I don't know about this name. And literally, Jazz would sit down and go, well, what does this name represent to you? Why is it this? Like, when I tell you full circle moments. Yeah. Because there was a point in time when we were working together where I was mentally checked out. Yeah. I hated it. Like, it wasn't the, the job itself. It was the environment. And mm. Jazz was that voice like, hey, big dog, I know you don't like it, but you got to check in the game. That sounds like, like Jazz. That sounds like Jazz. And when I wasn't on my jam, Ariel was the one that, hey, big dog, you look like you're slipping a little bit. Come on with it. Time management. Like, when but I tell you full circle moments, that that manifestation piece, bro, is so is so big because for me to be on this journey and have people that saw me before these things happened, that knew like, oh no, he's not doing nothing out of the ordinary. He had this road on a whiteboard some years ago. Yeah, it's really happening. Like NTL Consulting and Strategy. That was literally on the whiteboard. What am I gonna name this nonprofit organization? It was on the whiteboard. Yeah. And Jazz was, she would come in, oh, I see you on your board today. I see you on your and, <laughs> and we talk about organization a lot, D. And oh, I, might I, not, I might not write it down in my notebook, but I got that whiteboard and it's like, draw on it, plot. And the, and the big thing is just put it out there. Yeah. Whether you act on it right away, write it down come back to it because eventually you're going to be at a space where you can work on that project. You might not be able to do it right now, right? Eventually write it down. And once you free yourself up in the time lines, Oh, that light bulb is going to click. You either going to yeah. go in that notebook. You're going to go in that phone. Oh, here it is. And now you're cooking on it. Manifestation. That's really what it is. You're writing it down. You're giving it power. You're putting it out into the universe. Now that you put it out into the universe, the universe has a job to return it back to you, right? So it's like it's it's like a deposit. You've already said it. I want this. So back is, pay. And there's no time limit on when you do it. You know what I'm saying? Like you throw it out there, it comes to you. However, it comes to you. I got a question for Jazz. As 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 our girl, as our homegirl, what is it? What does it mean for you to see this platform that you help establish? It makes me really. And I'm just like, ah. no, I remember hopping on the live with y'all because um, it's just like, oh, yeah, like they know each other. But it was just like, oh, snaps, like they connected for real, for real and like made something. So even from that, I, I had a, I have a screenshot in my phone of y'all actually. So it's just like, oh, <laughs> we're going to use that screenshot for this episode, too. <laughs> like for the black excellence piece of it. It's just like, that's super dope, you know, being able to bring that together. Like, yes, I know Darren from like grad school, you know, like, what are we going to do with our lives? You know, we in higher ed, but it's just like, how can we be out in the world, you know, to like help students get to where they need to to be. And I know he's been now to like Cali and now in Maryland, um, you know, so to even travel the world in a sense 
you know, talking to different students um, and being able to help in that sense. And then like from like working with you, Erin, it's just like I've seen you like in the zone tuned in and move, you know, work a room as well as, you know, like, let me sit here. Let me focus. Let me think about what these next moves are, you know, so just to know y'all as individuals and then to see y'all come together is just like, I like it, you know, mm -hmm. Y'all just getting started. <laughs> yeah, that legit, and it still feels like it still feels like it's in its infancy, right? But yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited to see what comes next. Um, of course, you know, always thinking about like, you know, what the bigger picture is, like the bigger picture is going to be the students at the end of the day, whenever they receive the information, get the information, you know, y'all talking about gems is just like y'all giving gems back, planting those seeds, you might not see harvest for a couple of years. And that's fine. But you know, that's going to be the success piece of it, the meaning behind it. Um, even if you can't say like, this is what I want to see, or this is how this is going to make an impact. It's just like, you never know, but I'm pretty sure people, once they see this, you know, years from now, like I, how I have Miss Angus, it's just like, I'm a whole professional, you know, but I was in class <laughs> in seventh grade with you, you know, and I still remember some of those things and kept in contact. So, you know, being able to see people through stages and, even like working with Upward Bound, like I'm still in contact with some of those students, you know, and they're like, oh, hey, miss, you know, like this is what I'm doing now. Um, being at Purdue, my goal was to see my all of the, fr the freshmen that I had graduate. So I was just like, I'm going to stay here to see them finish. And the last group on in May. That's commitment. <laughs> you know, so that's like my thing but for y'all with this it's the same thing just in a different a different dynamic you know so it is an investment and y'all just haven't seen the harvest of it yet man oh, that's real oh, i can't man. wait i can't wait to have jazz back at the crib like me jazz ariel and ash last year doing one of the toughest periods of my life we did a birthday dinner birthdays next week i won't be able to get back up and do birthday dinner this year but i can't wait this summer Darren, my dad's doing his fish fry this summer. You mm. got to get to Kentucky for the fish fry. Like, Jasmine came to Kentucky for the first time for the fish fry. They like, bro, it's so hot here. Wise is so hot. Like, oh good time. Like, when I talk about breaking bread, me and my sisters have traveled together. We've been to New Orleans. We done did Louisville. We done oh, wow. did the Black Expo at Indy. When I say I love me some Jasmine yeah. Clifton. I love when I moved to Texas. We did a packing party at my crib, and I ordered tacos. My girls was there. Yes. Like That's when I say I got love for Jasmine Clifton, man. Like hey. Jazz, Jazz is that person. If you're ever when, when people talk about, oh, my phone is open, call me. Jazz always has an open line. Always has an open line. Jasmine subtle chill personality is going to calm you going to give you some insight but on the flip too when you ain't handling business jazz gonna let you know jazz gonna, <laughs> jazz gonna let you know and that's why i said she, the, the quiet ones that's what you gotta look out for right and those are the ones man like she she processes she assesses she moves accordingly you know she she's on it you know what i'm saying but she knows like how to use her voice right it's like you don't always need to you know be rah-rah but when it comes to mm -hmm. so like it's time to be on point and it's she she's that voice of reason for a lot of lot of ways man and probably a lot of people like just knowing who jasmine is everybody loves jasmine like just i haven't even met all of her friends but knowing <laughs> knowing her and the people that she's definitely encountered everybody loves jasmine because of who she is and that's that's a testament to your dopeness right and all that good stuff like it's it's no wonder we've been good friends since 2014 or no wonder like when mm -hmm. I see you at the uh the mixer and we just start chopping it up and I was like yo that's that's okay I've been I've been looking for when I when I ran into the next time I said yo I've been looking for you where have you been and all that good stuff it just was like yo like it's yeah jazz is, is dope man appreciate you appreciate you appreciate you always Full circle yes. moments. Yes, yes. Um, I love y'all. Man. Come get your flowers, man. You, love, you respect. Like who you are, what you represent. Everybody needs a Jasmine Clifton in their life. They do. They do. You can't get ours though. No, not <laughs> at all. I, I, oh, 
try. I will throw hands over my jazz. Right. I'm not right. going. Don't you try look, to steal her from us. Look, remember this? Oh no, my brother, you got to get your own. You got to get your own. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna let you hide this last moment to 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 give jazz that 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 closeout piece. I got you. I got you. I got you. Introduces. Bring us home, baby. Got you. Got you. Got you. So jazz. We have a segment. Um, that we like to get into where we have our guests drop some gems, some tools of advice, some wisdom, some words of advice, and some wisdom or whatnot for, you know, our audience or whatnot. We call it, let me holler at you. So it's just like a, you know, super informal, let me talk to you real quick. You know, let me kind of drop some game on you pretty much, right? So just some things to help guide them, some some encouraging words, all those good things, um, all encompassed in one or whatnot. So, you know, put your, your your Jasmine Clifton magic on it, you know what I'm saying? Let it get the people what they need. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, when you said that earlier, I was just like, let me think. Um, and two things popped into mind. Um, <clears throat> there was someone who came to speak at Purdue. I didn't go to it, but I just remember like people like talking about it. Um, and one of the the quotes, I guess we can call it a quote that like resonated with me was just like, um, show up, shake it up. What's the other? Ah. Show up, speak it up, speak up, show up, shake it up. Yes. So like for that resonated, cause it's just like, who you are, like you're unique, you know, you were created for a reason. Things might not go according to like how you planned it out, but things are going to make room as they're supposed to. Um, and I think about that as far as like gifts, you know, um, your gifts will make room for you. Like as simple as that, of course, as you go through things, you'll figure out what your gifts are to be able to use the resources that you already have, whether that's knowledge or whatever, to put it out there in the world. But definitely do that you know stay true to you no matter where you go because your character will follow you like I said earlier it's not what you know but who you know and who knows you um whether it's on good terms or bad terms people are going to know you um you know if it's at work you know show up do your job they can't say that you weren't doing your job if you didn't show up and do that you know so the way you move in that sense um was something that I wrote down, but also, you know, like what's meant for you will come to you. So how y'all were talking about the organization and the time management, you know, you need to be disciplined. Uh, mm. You have to be disciplined. You have to be focused. So at some point it's going to click and it's just like, okay, like I need to take this serious. Um, you know, if people fall off or, you know, people aren't happy, like it might not feel good in the moment, but it's fine. You know, stay true to whatever, goal you have keep that focus the people that are supposed to be around you they will come you know um of course like hindsight 2020 being older is just like I know this now but going through it is just like let them use you I know Eric <laughs> my boy. let so, him use you so we was in some type of I forgot what we was doing but we something happened and one of our students was on the other side of the room. And he just yells out, let them use you. <laughs> Bro, funniest <laughs> top five moments ever. Because it was quite, oh, we were praying. It was an event. Yeah, and they had they just had their award ceremony. <laughs> yeah. <And> my boy, <laughs> holla, let them use you. Yes, yes. You gotta love so, students. You gotta love them. Yeah, and then the other one, the other quote that I thought of, I went to, I, it was, I was back in Arizona, went to like some poetry night thing. Um, and one of the artists, I feel so bad because I forgot his name, but it's actually written in my office. Um, like one of the things that I have on my whiteboard um, is, why am I forgetting all these things now? But it's just like, find your reason why essentially, you know, like figuring out what your why is, figuring out how to use it and then share it with the world. Mm. So, you know, you have to take some time, some reflection, focus on you, figure out what that why is. And then like, once you're ready, share it with the world and like, let it take place how it's supposed to. Don't feel bad about it. Easier said than done. But what's meant for you will be for you at the end of the day. And that's all. 
Drops mic. Walks right. Drops mic. <laughs> and, and look, she just wrapped up what we were just talking about all through this episode. So, you know, if, if it's meant for you, being disciplined, all those things. Like, that's Jasmine Clifton for you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, our sister, the our friend, the talented, the immaculate Jasmine Clifton, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Black girl magic. Finally. Yes, yes. we appreciate you, Queen. Always. Love. Yes. Love, love. I'm glad that I was invited. What? We're probably going to have you back. Right. We might need we to figure out how to get you back now. Yeah. I'll figure out how to get you down here to Texas. Yeah. You're having you on the podcast. I'm going to bring you to Texas and keep you along the way. Ariel, we're going to bring you too. Ashley, we're going to bring you too. D, we ain't right. got no state taxes in Texas. Come on. <laughs> right. You know, I'm a traveler. Listen. Yeah, that's one thing I definitely know. Yes. Yes. We'll bust a move. Without, without hesitating. It's just like, oh, where you at? Oh, I'm out the country. Oh, I'm here. Oh, I'm there. I'm visiting. I'm turning. That's, that's Aaron right there. Yeah. Aaron. That is definitely Aaron. Like, you trying to slide? Okay, bet. Like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, you out, I'm, it. I'm out of town this weekend. Right, of course. See? Yes. Yeah. No, that's what it is. But thank y'all for, for tuning in today. Yeah. Another amazing episode of the podcast. Again, don't forget subscribe like share follow us on social media on instagram twitter the connect pod interact with us engage with us all those great things listen to us on all streaming services all major streaming services as well as subscribe to the youtube channel we need our subscribers come on help us out we try and get in there yeah it's just like you gotta like and like follow is that what they be doing right exactly we gotta put that in the video follow <laughs> like subscribe share Put the link in the bio. All I guess. Till the next episode, we are the Connect. Yes, sir. Peace. Thank you for checking out this week's episode of the Connect Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's conversation and insights shared. As always, be sure to let us know your thoughts and feedback. You can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at the Connect Pod. Once again, you can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at the Connect Pod. The Connect is spelled with a Q. Also, be sure to check out our YouTube channel. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share. It's the Connect Podcast on YouTube. Until next episode, get connected. <laughs>